Bro, he was balling in the um, Australian league. I'm talking about the NBA. NBA is different than Australia league. Ain't no grown man over Dude, there. The season hasn't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. Man, hold on, hold on, hold on. Q, before we go ahead and get distracted, go ahead and pay some bills real quick. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. My bad. This episode is sponsored and brought to you by Zaza and Runts. The Closet. Welcome to the Closet. Bidding off vintage finds, new clothing, and pieces from my personal collection. Each piece is open for bid for 24 hours. So if you haven't checked out Zaza and Runts yet, go and check him out. Um, He's starting to. Well, it's by LaQuentin Brunson. He's starting to bid off um, a lot of Vince's clothes and uh, apparel and whatnot. He just started his open bid yesterday. He's going to start the shipments out on those um, coming up pretty soon. So be on the lookout for that. And he's also starting off some co-assignments as well. So people that are interested in selling Vince's clothes through that platform, uh, make sure to do that. Yeah, it's only available on Instagram as of right now. So if you want to hit him up, um, it's underscore Zaza and Runtz underscore. And if you want Vince's clothes and any apparel, all I got for you some Zaza runs. Whatever you want to say, can I be all that you need? Every year on Christmas Eve. And we ain't got to hit the club. No, you call this my no love. I'm just trying to get some love. Only what not be us. It's a white Christmas at the crib. Try and get snowed in. Unwrap you while we live. Don't show me what it is. Now we ain't got to hit the club. No, you call this my love. I'm just trying to get some love. Only what's up, yeah. It's a white Christmas at the crib. Try and get snowed in. Unwrap you while we live. Don't show me what it is. Where you at? Come slide. I could really use a ride. When the Uber has arrived. I don't even come inside. I just want to get you ride. Roll the wood, catch a vibe. We got what it is, what it do, what's poppin'? It's your boy Marquise Q back in the building. What's good with you? It's your boy Ray to Rashawn. What's going on? It's your boy Sharon, aka Trigger Trey Knight. People of God is Juwan Rappin' and McClam. And it's your boy Easy E. We back with another rendition, another episode of The Way to Eight. And you did hear it right. We have AKA Trigger Trey Knight joining us back on the podcast. Yeah, back like I never left. Back like a never yeah, boys are back to town. We have Juwan joining <laughs> us back as well for his consecutive second episode. God, it's always good to have the good brothers back in the building. Definitely. It's a blessing, I tell you. What y'all boys been up to? I know it's on December 21st and uh, the Negro Solstice committed at midnight. So um, how y'all boys been doing with y'all superpowers, if y'all got any superpowers? Man, I done flew to Durham, Thailand, went to China, came back, I done teleported to Cali. Got me a couple bands. Shoot. Oh, shit. shit. <laughs> Bro, I was telling people all along, I barely had superpowers. I ain't had to wait till the 21st. <laughs> <laughs> you was really waiting for everybody else to catch up? I was about to say, mine was on the 21st about two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so what your superpowers is, bro? Look, sometimes you can't reveal it. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, look, I'll tell y'all boys, you know, you know what I'm saying, off air, but you know what I'm saying. So no free lunch. No free lunch at all. Yeah, you know, I don't want nobody to have to drop. Did you get the superpower that you wanted? Mm, I don't think nobody ever gets a superpower that they want, ain't it? Some people do. Spider-Man ain't want that at first, did he? Or what you think? But guess what? You got Mary Jane. So you, you trying to say, like, you on the same level as Spider-Man? I ain't say that. Eric, see... <laughs> Eric, I see Eric already starting already. We ain't even been... We ain't even been... We ain't even been... No, bro, I'm just saying, like, like I feel like... 
I, I know you got something up your sleeve, bro. So I was just trying to make people aware in case they try to slide past you the wrong way. Learn not to do that. Look, look, they'll learn quicker than they need to. Bruh, so Eric, what's your superpower, bro? Like, what, what did you, what did you get last night? <clears throat> well, I was having, a, I was having a little technical difficulty. Couldn't figure out how to activate it at first. So um, I really did. Mine didn't kick in till like twelve thirty four. Twelve thirty four. Yeah, I had. Yeah, I had, to, had to, to do a couple things to get it right. I had to look through the manual, see if he'll press a little button or something. So what was your superpower, though? You still haven't answered the question. My superpower? Sorry, you don't got one. No, 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 no. I got one. I had to uh, lay down and drink some ginger ale. That's how my junk kicked in. But um, yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I can't tell my superpower right now because um, I'm still sure trying to figure out how to work it. But like, as, soon as, I, you know, as soon as I figure it out, I'll let y'all boys know. So nobody can tell their superpowers. Right. So it sounds like you don't got it. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. So like you too. That line niggas capping. Look, I got mine. How you had yours for two years and you still can't tell us what you got? <laughs> no, I said I can. I said I can tell y'all. I said I can tell y'all, but I said we're we're recording right now. <laughs> so you don't want people to know what your superpower is. You just go. So that you gonna keep this a secret? Like you gonna be like Batman or something? Only come out at nighttime when you got the superpower. Rachel. Look, you know what I'm saying. I'm not really all with all the notoriety. You know what I'm saying. I don't. <laughs> you like to be behind the scenes. You don't. You don't do this for clout, Sean. You just. You just do it, right? Definitely. The rest of y'all get any powers? The only power I got was the power to get up for work in the morning. That's the only power <laughs> I got. Hey, that's a lovely power to get. <laughs> Would y'all boys quit y'all job if y'all got a superpower? Heck no. No. Absolutely. Definitely. Look, <laughs> uh, you see what you see how Spider Man living. I'm about to sign my papers tomorrow. I mean, shoot. But how is having a superpower going to help you pay your bills, though? Exactly. Unless you teleport, unless you got teleportation, then you teleport into a bank and steal all the money. And then you're a villain. I guess Spider-Man ain't never had no bills. I ain't never thought about that. <laughs> he did have bills. That man, that man was working at newspapers. But did he have bills, though? Yeah. yeah. You just don't live somewhere for free, damn it. Once he got out of Uncle Ben's house, he was living in his own apartment. Yeah, but he's he Spider-Man. He's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man don't get no special treatment. He's regular. All you gotta do is just like save The city love him. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to have my city love me the way they love Spider-Man. Well, if the city love him, why didn't get that man a mansion? Didn't the city hate Spider-Man, too? <laughs> they definitely hated on that man. But that's what I don't understand about super movie, superhero movies. Though. Like, they always hate the superhero, but the superhero really be doing everything that they supposed to do for the city. But... Like in regards to like the um like paying your rent or whatnot, I'm pretty sure Duke Energy don't care that you Superman or Spider Man. They still want that money on the first or whenever you you have to pay your bill. Definitely need that money. Look, how you think you think Batman out here just not paying paying for his mortgage, paying for lights and his whole big old underground laboratory like that? No, costs Batman's not paying. Money. Batman's not paying for nothing. Bruce Wayne is idiot. <laughs> oh, excuse me, Bruce Bruce Wayne. I'm sorry, Bruce Bruce. Excuse me. Batman came into money though. He was born with money, so he really don't count. Eric about to correct you too. He he said it's Bruce Wayne. It's not Batman came into money. Bruce Wayne came into money. Nah, that was just for you, Sharon. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. So we want to start up. Start up. <laughs> yeah, welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. That's all. Oh, I say let. I guess Bro, who's my, your favorite superheroes? My favorite superhero. Yeah. I thought it had to be Black Panther. As of right now, as of lately, it's been Black Panther. I feel like. I feel like Static Shock's always been cool to me. Like I always liked them on TV. Yeah. I always liked them on TV. Um, I like the Black Spider Man. Yeah, them, them probably my two favorite right now. The Black Spider Man? You mean Miles Morales? He black, right? <laughs> His name is Rain, though. Why didn't they give him that name? 
Because he, he a hybrid. He's black and Hispanic. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that's just why that's his name. Oh, respect, respect. Yeah. Is Iron Man considered a superhero? Yeah. Like, but he really doesn't have any powers, though. He, like, builds suits that have the powers. But he His saved... power is white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Batman really don't have no powers either. He really just can fight and put on a suit and be out <laughs> at night. Bro, if you think about it, Batman really ain't no different than any African-American man out here. Batman got crackhead strength. That's really what's going on. Batman just got money. Yeah. <laughs> when you can make suits that's bigger than you, yeah. I think Danny Phantom used to be my favorite. Story. I don't think he classifies as a superhero, but you said Danny Phantom. That was a good cartoon. <laughs> I'm not the Danny Phantom. Bro, Danny Phantom was that theme song too. Uh, I would say my favorite superhero would have to be. I think that guy that puts the S on his chest, um, the big S, Superman slash Clark, Clark Kent. Yeah, that guy. That's your favorite superhero? Yes. Superman? <laughs> you telling me you telling me on the day of the Negro Solstice that Superman is your favorite superhero? Yeah. It's tough. Why is Superman your favorite superhero? Like out of all the superheroes that in between DC and Marvel, why is Superman your favorite superhero? Because I mean I just grew up on Superman, like looking at the animated cartoons and like that Superman in the cartoons is a real ass nigga like literally super super strength can fly can tear through anything yeah so what little green glowy thing is his during kryptonite but what i mean whatever he's still a real one and he'll beat almost every in and anybody batman know what's up batman cool out on batman batman my favorite superhero but batman look superman gave batman at work but didn't Batman originally beat Superman though? Definitely to death, to death. <laughs> but I think it's crazy how much like as when we were kids, how much we, stock we put into this kind of stuff. Because um, I, I know me as a child, I was definitely invested. I was in that whole creative mindset where you know I'm gonna be Superman when I grow up, type blah blah blah. But like I even remember around the holidays, I don't know about y'all. Well, I'll, I'll ask y'all first. Did y'all ever like believe in Santa Claus? Like, did y'all ever think he was real? Yeah. Yeah, I would say at some point, yeah. Early early in your childhood, I feel like you got yeah, early in my childhood, I definitely believe it was Santa Claus at some point. <laughs> I mean, you got maybe, maybe my parents are prideful because they definitely wanted me to know that they got me all their gifts. Like they didn't play that. <laughs> I didn't find that out till later. Like, you know, back going through like primary and elementary school, they used to give us I guess a little sprinkle reindeer dust and like, yeah, you know, sprinkle it outside so when the reindeers come they can see it so they can stop at your house. And being a little fool, you just go sprinkle it outside and hope the reindeers come by, but you oh, don't hear shit. Right. We ain't never did that. Yeah, bro. That's when I was living in Conway. And then, you know, my cousin, he ruined it for me when we was living in Hemingway. Like, uh, we woke up one night and we saw this nigga. He eating the darn cookies off the darn thing for Santa Claus. It's like, bro, what's going on? And then we saw him bring out the presents. Like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah, I didn't believe Santa Claus initially. Like, <clears throat> It doesn't make no sense to me how one fat nigga could go around the whole world delivering toys to like everybody in the world. Like, that didn't make sense to me. So really, I was peer pressure to believe in Santa Claus. But when everybody was like, um, they was like, yeah, Santa Claus is not real. And I was like, bro, I already knew this. I was really going along with what y'all was saying. Yeah, like, I feel like that's how it was with most kids. Because <laughs> in black households, like mom and dad and anybody else that give you gifts or read um, Santa. Because my dad, when I got my PSP, 
is when my dad solidified that, yeah, like, I'm not going to let the white man keep getting credit for the stuff that I'm giving you. So, ain't no Santa Claus, ain't no nothing. This PSP came from Carlos Wilder. <laughs> and he gave me the PSP with receipt on it. Bro, have y'all ever stumbled upon uh, the gifts y'all supposed to get for Christmas, like, before y'all parents wrapped them? Like, y'all just happened to see them? Like, that ever happened to y'all? Yep, in the closet. Like, that's what it looked like I wanted to get. Hmm. I wonder why it's in the closet. But I don't pay no mind. I definitely... My parents did not do a good job of hiding presents. Like, they just gave me my present. Like, it was... I never had a wrap present before in my life. Like, they just hid it when I was sleeping. And then when I looked up under the tree, it was there. Like, it was never wrapped. I don't think we ever saw our presents before Christmas. Like, our parents just always hide it. They probably wouldn't even keep it in the house sometimes. Did y'all ever do, like, Christmas with y'all churches? Like, did y'all church used to go out for Christmas? Ew. <laughs> no. Lord, don't I don't think what we did. Um, we just went to my so on Christmas Eve. We went to my grandma's house. We all ate or whatever. Then we all opened one gift on Christmas Eve, um, and then we would have to wait to Christmas Day, obviously, to open the rest of them. That was only like kind of tradition thing, traditional thing that we did. Y'all church never did no Secret Santa. Like Sharon, why do you say ew when I say y'all churches do on Christmas? Y'all church never did like no Secret Santa, nothing like that. Man, because AME churches, they be doing the absolute most when it come around to Christmas time, bro. Like, look, people is not grateful for whatever you get them. Like, I'm, as an adult now, I completely understand. You know, gifts cost money, and it's hard to find gifts, especially as a Secret Santa, because it's coming from the heart. People's like, oh, man, you got me some socks. That's it, bro. I'm like, well, you ain't, you know, it's a gift. Be grateful. The more I get older, the more I appreciate small gifts like that because, I mean, socks is kind of like something that you really don't buy, like, as a day-to-day, like, you know, adult. But if I get as a present now, I'm like, oh, shit, I just got some socks. I get more excited about the older gifts that I guess I took for granted when I was younger. Yeah, just getting random sweaters and and clothes. Like, I used to be the person back in the day, I'm like, oh, I got clothes. Oh, that's nice. But where the video games at? That's like when I had my PS2. I was getting, I was like, all right, with Dragon Ball Z game, the little WWE SmackDown versus Raw games, and all kind of stuff. I'm like, you know, that's what I was looking more forward to because, I mean, shoot, you a kid, you adventurous, you trying to play the game. Or when you get a bike or a scooter, you be outside with your friends showing out. But now you get older, you know, you appreciate those things. Hey, so I, I, got, a, I got a question. We on the top of the of, uh, Santa Claus or whatever. So... How do y'all do y'all think y'all gonna tell y'all kids? Like, do y'all are y'all gonna push the Santa Claus thing or what? Or or how y'all gonna do it? No, sir. No, sir. I'm a I'm gonna let them believe what they want to believe until a certain point. Cause at some point you just gotta know the truth. And the truth is there's no Santa Claus. Yeah, but I'm gonna let them, I'm gonna let them hold that little belief until like they seven or eight. I was saying I feel like you gotta let the kids be innocent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let them have that naiveness or whatever but when they're able to comprehend and understand like you gotta break it to them so how old is them to understand that santa claus is not real like what's that age that they should understand that santa claus is not real well for me if you can continuously keep doing like wrong or bad things like let's say you're a child and you keep throwing your food on the floor or you're not cleaning your room i'm just gonna burst your bubble and let you know that santa don't exist and then i'm also (laughs) taking away your what (laughs) i mean the amount of people that still don't say you know what Santa Claus ain't real. <laughs> and just walk off. Bro, so you really go treat the whole Santa Claus thing like it's a punishment. <laughs> Absolutely. They're going to be so confuddled. They're not going to know what to think. They're going to be like, their world is going to fall apart. So wait, so 
what if your wife like so you're just gonna tell them that Santa Claus is not real and just walk out the room and like not say nothing so over your kid coming to you next day like dad um I, re- I really don't like how you, you know, try to like say Santa Claus wasn't real yesterday. Like, what they come, what they step to you like on some real shit after the fact. So my kids stepped to me saying he don't appreciate what I said. That was a question. That wasn't like a. <laughs> you said you. Eric sound like he ain't playing none of that. No, I'm no, I'm asking Q. I'm, I didn't understand the question. I was asking it again. Bro, if your kid come to you and add and tell you that they don't fuck with how you say Santa Claus wasn't real, what you gonna say? I'm gonna say I don't vote with them, and then I'm really have to return the gifts. Wait, what? <laughs> no, look, I'm trying to say you better go down somewhere. They be disrespectful at a real young age. You got to go ahead and nip that in the bud. You, you five years old, telling me what you do and don't like. Okay, bro, what kind of what kind of parents you think you gonna be, bro? Alright, <laughs> Eric already sounded like he gonna be just hell, but. Eric gonna be petty with his kids. Eric gonna go up one level if his kids piss him off. Like he gonna try to crush their dreams if they hurt his feelings. You really don't like my present? You really don't like it? Don't worry about it. I'll give it to somebody else who really care. You know what? Sleep on the floor tonight. I don't care. Yeah, I ain't gonna tell them to sleep on the floor, but I can definitely see myself trying to one up them and be petty for sure. I'll get a good laugh out of it. Eric, does this have anything to do with how you was brought up? But we're gonna save that for a later episode, all right? <laughs> okay. I mean, they say you can't <laughs> escape childhood trauma if you never dealt with it. So, you know, just trying to draw that. Uh, no, 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 no. I dealt with it. You know what I'm saying? But I've, I've read that life is a cycle. What happens to one has to happen to another. You know, it builds character and growth. But I thought they told us we had to break the cycle. The white man told you that? Uh, I mean, what? I'm not happy nowadays. I don't think you need to break the cycle. The cycle needs to oh. continue. Bring back the switches. The Bro, I remember one day, one Christmas day. Oh, my dream. I still haven't forgiven my dad for this. He told me that I was getting this new game console that was coming out. I was like, maybe I was, I was young, so I didn't know no better. I just knew my dad was looking out, so I appreciated that. And he kept hyping it up. He told me it was something called a Dreamcast, and he was just hyping it up or whatever. And then when I go to open the box on Christmas Day, I see a broken PlayStation Two with like GameCube controllers, and I looked at him and he started laughing at me. I'll never forget that. Where did you see this Dreamcast on any commercials or anything, Eric? <laughs> I, did you hear anybody I else say they had one? I, no, I looked it up. <clears throat> what? How he hyped it up? He was like, "Oh, they're bringing it back because this is like an old console or whatever." And so when I saw a picture of it, I was like, "Oh shoot! Like I can't wait to play." Thanks, Dad. When I opened it up on Christmas Day, needless to say, I didn't have nothing to play with. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Looking back on that now, did you do anything between the time you saw it to your dad told you that pissed him off? Probably, but like my thing is like, you gave me a word you was gonna make this the best Christmas ever, but I guess he didn't specify for who, because uh, if this was the best Christmas for him, then he definitely got a hell of a laugh out of it. <laughs> your mom was in on it too. Absolutely, and that's what broke my heart because at that age, my mom was my confidant. Like, I came to you. Yeah, yeah you was being bad. Bruh, when y'all see my parents ask them about that, and they're going to sit there and laugh, and then look back at me and see how I'm looking, I still have that in my heart. But Eric, I really think you gassing the fact that you didn't do anything wrong as a kid. Like, I'm pretty sure some of that stuff was warranted. I don't think so, because this seems premeditated, because the Dreamcast didn't even exist anymore. It was like an old system. I was That's that naiveness. My dad, he, he used me. So, I was going to say, is that the best present yet that you got for Christmas? But what was the best present that you received for Christmas then, like, in... Your Christmas is so far. It goes for anybody. Well, she, uh, I had somebody give me a PlayStation 4. It was good. 
I ain't never had that kind of magnitude of gift from someone non-family, but from family. Um, I remember my dad gave me uh, one of his watches, and like my dad's real big on watches, so kind of see him pass that down. Um, that one Christmas that was real special. Nice, nice little moment between us. It almost made up for the Dreamcast, but it was, it was, it was good. Mm, for me, it's between my PSP and probably my dad got me like a little um like ride around car in that I could like you know whip around the neighborhood, pick up shorties, you know, trap out the gun whip. So that's probably my my top two: the PSP and that uh the my first whip. Yeah, I was just about to say uh the first uh the O2 Camry back in uh, when we was at thirty two hundred. Come on. Oh, now. Sh- yeah. That was a that was a great Christmas. Me and my brother was sharing a car. Bro, I remember that. Like, need it. I remember that. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. That old two Camry done had a, done got us to where we need to go a couple times. I'm telling you, we live. <laughs> I think for me, uh, probably like when my cousin, um, he bought me Nintendo sixty four, and then like I said, it came with uh Super Mario sixty four, and then Star Fox sixty four, and. I think I was lit all day because, like I said, he got me my two controllers. He got me plenty of Nintendo 64 games. And then, shoot, he was like, bro, whatever you need, I got you. Because he knew, like, you know, when it came to games, I was very, like, passionate into, you know, playing. And he always be the one to let me play with him. Because, uh, you know, siblings and family members, when you play the game, you really don't want your other you know, siblings playing with you. But, you know, he really looked out for me. And I think that was very appreciative um, of that. So, shoot. Nintendo 64, man, that's an OG game. For the youngest that don't know, you got to have a cartridge in order to play that. Nah, no cap. And that cartridge would get dirty as hell, too. Okay, you had to. <laughs> Did Eric just blow into the microphone for this podcast and show us how to... That's exactly what you had to do. You... Well, I blew into my hand, you know, because COVID, but, you know. Juan was on um, the O2 camera, your best Christmas present too. I was about to say that could have been it, but I really think when I got my iPod Touch, that's probably the best Christmas. Shoot! Oh yeah, because that iPod Touch changed my life. We used to be—that's when we used to go to church all day too. You know, I don't know if y'all remember, we used to be in church from like 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Okay. No Boy, my iPod Touch used to be hot. <laughs> I used to be on that thing all day. Man, steaming. And everybody at the church used to be like, what games you got? What games you got? Everybody used to want to play on me. I'm brother iPod. We thought we were so rich. Bruh, now I'm thinking about it. I think I got my PlayStation on like a Saturday. And then we had to go to church the next day. And my mama told me I couldn't bring my PSP to church. And I was like, why did y'all buy me this PSP if I can't even play with it? And like you said, we used to be in church from 10 to 4. So imagine getting a toy that you just got or like a device or anything. And you can't play it for like eight hours straight. Yeah, we had it, and then my mom made us stop. Like, I think it was like a month after. She was like, all right. Like, it was take, it was distracting too many people because we used to literally bring our iPod Touch, and then we used to let everybody play with it. Then you just, it would become a problem yeah. for some people. Like, oh, you didn't let um, him play with your thing. You didn't let him play with your thing. We were all right. Mom was like, you know what? Y'all not taking another iPod Touch to church no more. And then we was mad. So all we was trying to do is be nice and share the love, and I, y'all the ones that got some trouble. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's how me and Tisha was. We used to, um, uh, my mom, she got us like a, I think we had the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance, and we had the Game Boy SP uh, when it was out. Uh, and shoot, like we used to have everybody um, come around and they used to have a little um, little adapter pieces to where if you're playing Pokemon, you could play each other um, from across, uh, across the way. 
And I'm like, man, shoot, we used to get in so much trouble with that at church. And then my grandma was like, listen, y'all leave me in the car. And I think I said something. I said, well, I don't want to. And I said, that was the last time I had talked back to my grandma. So. See, I never had to actually share any device because I grew up like by myself. So like when it came down to like actually sharing stuff, I was like, I ain't about to share my shit with y'all niggas. Like, this is mine. If y'all want it, well, y'all better get y'all own shit. Q, anybody that asked to drive your whip around the neighborhood? <clears throat> bro, I only let the shorty drive my whip, bro. Like, niggas couldn't drive in unless they was, you know, putting, putting a little something in my tank. But other than that, nah. <laughs> bro, I can see you saying that now. Like, nah, bro, you, you, like, you can't get in, bro. Bro, that's really when you get your first batch of fake friends, bro. Like, nope, don't nobody want nothing to do with you until you get something that they want to play with. You got a car, everybody eyes light up. <clears throat> so what? Um, what's some, like, Christmas traditions that y'all usually do? I know Thanksgiving was kind of, like, weird for a lot of people because they try to cancel Thanksgiving, but they still had college football. And what not going on. So like what's some like regular Christmas traditions that y'all usually do around the holidays? I would say for us, we mainly just uh we just have we just have Christmas dinner at my grandma's house or we have it at our house. Like whichever way we whichever one we have it at, we just have Christmas dinner. Everybody just eat and then we'll eventually trickle down into everybody opening presents and then everybody open presents then it's after that it's just you know, you know, politic and mingling. Getting more food, you know how it go. How did y'all? How do y'all feel about decorating? Like, did y'all parents force y'all to do that, or uh, y'all enjoy doing it? I really didn't enjoy decorating that much because, like, black people really run out and like leave the decorations up until like New Year's. Like, Christmas would be over for like two weeks or three weeks, but the Christmas decorations would still be up. And then, like, I really didn't like the whole fact to decorate myself because I really didn't like. I didn't see the point of putting stuff up. You're just gonna take it back down like within a, another week or so. So I didn't like decorating. What about now? Like, let's say you get your own spot, or maybe not now, maybe in the future, and you got your own spot or whatever. Like, you gonna be into the Christmas spirit yourself, or you just gonna be doing it because, like, oh, I got a family, they might like Christmas, so I'm gonna just put up this stuff for them. I think eventually you get into that, because um, I mean, honestly, um, like I said, it kind of took me a while to get back into like doing holidays because I'm not a big holiday per- person like I used to be. But this is since this is my first Christmas in my house. I was like, you know, it's the first of many more, so might as well start getting used to it because when the day comes and, you know, I have my wife or, you know, and I have my kids and whatnot, you know, I know they'll be wanting to do, you know, decorating, putting up the Christmas tree, hey, dad, can you put the lights up outside, and, you know, and just making it, um, like, really nice, so, uh, you know that's the that's the biggest part for me in my understanding. You know I would want my kids to experience that, and I mean I think you'll probably find yourself to like it if you start doing it. But I mean it's not for everybody. It's a task because it took me about a good hour and a half putting my Christmas tree up and all the decorations and all kind of crap. Well, I definitely feel like Christmas is something like you kind of want to surround yourself with either family or loved ones. But it was it that kind of led me to my next question. Like, what do the holidays and Christmas and like this time of year? What does it mean to y'all? Like, when you sit back and kind of reflect. Yeah. Uh, how I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna ask you a question, but I'm gonna go back to the other question too, Eric. I got you. I would say uh, I was I I didn't really like decorating that much. I would say my mom, y'all boy, y'all y'all boys know like Duke. She. She like uh designing stuff and like decorating stuff. So that's like my mama thing. So I think mom just like doing that just because she like decorating. Like y'all boys already know. Facts. But like we me and my brother, we did not like put no like 
it was just like it was just so much. It, it just felt like a, a task or a chore. And you know, like I don't know how all uh, black people do, but like how we do it. Like if you put the Christmas uh, decorations up, they got to be down before New Year's. Like it's bad luck if you got yeah. Christmas uh, decorations up <laughs> after yeah, New Year's. But I think the whole like like you said, son, like it's really a whole like day event because you got to get the stuff out of the attic or the basement wherever you got it at. You gotta decorate it. We really have to clean off the spot where it's gonna be at. Like you can't put a Christmas tree at a dirty like area. So you really have to clean up the whole house before you decorate, then decorate, and then put everything else back up. And then I never really did lights. I think um did y'all boys see that thing on Twitter when like when black people see people decorate their outside of their house with uh Christmas decorations? I know they like Bill High. <laughs> Definitely. All the time. That's why I really I ain't put lights on the outside of my house. Cause I'll be looking at my neighbors. And I look at the rest of the neighborhood, don't get me wrong, I'm in a predominantly white neighborhood. So <laughs> it was like, hey, you know, Sharon, are you going to put lights up? I was like, yeah, uh, you know, I like this. You know, they just, I, I they mean, don't even lights on all night. Exactly. I mean, like, shoot, I said the only thing that probably stay on all night every now and then is the Christmas tree lights. Because the Christmas tree be lit up and I have the light where the Christmas tree at, I'll just open up the window and then show that Christmas tree on. But other than that, Man, they believe in the inflatables, the the um the big old reindeers that's outside. I said, boy, y'all got all this stuff for what? Like, I said, look, I like to save money. I said, I don't, I don't like to sit here and spend money on lights. Lights is high enough. My bill is two hundred dollars. I think, see, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna put no Christmas stuff up until I get a family in the house. But if I go all out, like how these people be doing with all this stuff, y'all gonna see these lights every night. I see why they keep the lights on because they, if it take you two days to put everything up. We turn the lights off? Oh no, we keep the lights on. We gonna keep the lights on until we take them down for New Year's Day. That's how I feel like I'm gonna do it. But I'm not gonna do it okay, like how all that like, work we done did. You gonna see these? Yeah, lights. Yeah, you gonna see these lights. <laughs> Cause we used to only keep the lights on all night, Christmas night. But I think my mom when she started doing it a lot, she used to keep it on all night, Christmas Eve night and Christmas night or something like that. I feel like that's how I'll do it if we end up putting everything up like that. But I don't see myself putting up no Christmas decorations for a long time. If well, when I have kids and I put up a Christmas tree up in the living room, I need my kids to be in that living room half of the day, cause you want a Christmas tree up so bad, you are gonna look at this Christmas tree. But um, answer your question about um, like, you said where? I was about to say like, you don't feel like you should be in the living room half of the day, like if since you put it up. I don't want a Christmas tree up, so why I gotta be in there for? Oh, so it's it's just for the kids then. Bro, it's solely for the kids. Like I was gonna say, I'll probably do every other year decorating, like. like I feel like we go, if we decorate our house one year, like on 2030, we're not going to decorate for 2031. That's not how it works. I feel like. I don't yeah. know about that. I think it ain't going to go like that. <laughs> I think it depends on where we're going to live at, too, because, you know, like, if we move away, are we going to come home every Christmas? Like, to see our, like, if we come home to see our parents and then our kids' grandparents to say, then I wouldn't be decorating that much since I know we'll never be here for Christmas. But if we end up like being somewhere close and we celebrate Christmas at our house, then I'll decorate. I didn't think about that until just now. Though. So do y'all feel like, like, I don't think decorating should be mandatory. I mean, it's cool, but like Juan said, like the kids go to other people's houses so you can experience the Christmas decorations there. Why we got to have Christmas at my house every year? Like, why can't we just like spread the wealth? That's just my opinion. So you you feel like you shouldn't have it every year because you should be going to other people's family's house. So because you're doing that, that's why you're not going to decorate. Is that like what you're trying to say? I'm trying to say that 
my house should not be the main house people are going to every year for Christmas. Like, why is Christmas always at my house? Like, y'all don't got no homes that's got no decorations up. Like, why is everybody expecting my house to be the one decorated every year? That's all I'm saying. If you can answer me that, then that's your answer. I think I just think your kids and your your shorty gonna be the one uh, demanding it, not everybody. Else. Yeah, like I, I'm I'm not gonna put that on you, bro. But your family might. So y'all don't got there's no other cousins, no other aunts, no other uncles that decorate their house other than my house. Like my house, the only one in the family that's getting decorated on. Nah, I mean no, but, no, no. Everybody else has get decorated, but that don't, your kids don't care about that. They like they live with you. Okay, and I pay all the bills in the house, so I mean, I feel, I just think that we should all take in consideration everybody's, you know, consideration. I don't think it should be like you should decorate every year because you the you the head of the household. I just think that, <laughs> I just think we need to consider some things when it comes down. No, to like, is it? Look, you got to make a collective effort. Right. If you look, if they just making you do all the Christmas decorations, then all right, now that's a little out of line. <laughs> but to answer um Eric's question about, I guess the real reasons for the season, um. Well, traditionally, like, I would just go to my grandma's house and, um, you know, spend Christmas there, like Sean said, eat food, open gifts. Well, I never opened my gifts up at my grandma's house. I always open up my house and then go to my grandma's house, I guess, enjoy my gifts there. But my mom never let me take my toys to my grandma's house. So I'd be like, what's the point of going to my grandma's house for Christmas if I'm not going to be able to take my toys? But I understood the reason of it because, like, you know, cousins start playing, you know, start breaking stuff. And, you know, I kind of definitely understand it. But um, I guess for the real reason for the season, um, I mean... You're supposed to be, I guess, celebrating the um Jesus' birth, you know, like, uh, you know, his being brought to earth, you know, to save us from our sins or whatnot. But I feel like a lot of people forget that and just look at the money aspect. I think Christmas is like one of the holidays year like year round holidays where like the government or like the economy makes the most money. And I think they just capitalize that more and actually like celebrating like the real reason for the holiday. Even though Jesus wasn't born on Christmas, that's like the day that we're supposed to remember Christmas. And well, no, I, I definitely get why you said what you said. But I, I've never liked the people that try to say, like, oh, Jesus wasn't born in December or whatever. I think they try to say he was born in September. I don't know. But I feel like the metaphorical or symbolic reason behind Christmas is, like, the way I take it is, like, to be with your family and to be with your loved ones and kind of just cherish all that and just kind of just bask in all that. Um, No, I definitely get the government does kind of tax and capitalize or whatever. But when I think about the reason for the season, I always try to just – you know, be around the people I care about, whether it be the homies or the family or, you know, whoever that whoever that may be. Dr. Umar Johnson say, as a uh, black community, we spend $8 billion a year on Christmas, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he researched that or someone told him that? He, he said something like that. I, I can't remember what specific number he said, but I know he said billion. <laughs> it was definitely a billion when he said it. I know. That's what we want. How is he getting all this information? Look, look at the numbers. <laughs> numbers don't lie. They definitely don't. But as far as, like, the whole reason for the season, like, we already touched on, like, how we don't think it's really – well, I don't think it's mandatory to decorate every year. Is it mandatory to get gifts every year for Christmas? Like, do we need to do a whole gift exchange every year? No, I don't think you need to. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's nice to do. I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice gesture, but I don't think it's much of a requirement. I mean, you – I think once you get to a, a point of, uh, I guess, growth and understanding, you can buy your own gifts. Christmas is like year-round. You can go buy whatever you want and get whatever you want. But as far as, like, kids and whatnot, I mean, yeah, you could do that because it's more, to me now, 
Christmas isn't about isn't about me. It's more towards the kids, like you know, uh, my nephews. I I'll rather get something for them than you know than to just splurge somewhere and you know. I mean, I'll get my sister and brother something. Hey, here you go. I'll get him money because it gets to a point where people get to a growth point. And I'm like, well, honestly, I don't know what you want. So here you go. Here's some money. You go get what you want and go from there. But um, I don't think it's much of a requirement to um, give a gift. I mean, it's nice, but it's not a requirement. I feel like you definitely you definitely have to take into consideration like where you are in life. Like like you said, Sharon, like if you got a family, I feel like for the sake of the family, like you should give gifts, but like, let's say it's you and your short or whatever, like, okay, they might, it might be a tough time. We can't actually get gifts or whatever, but we can do something for each other. Like I feel like acts of service are equivalent to a gift under the present, uh, under the tree, you know, wrapped as a present or whatever. Like, let me take your ID or let's go out here or something. Like it don't have to be nothing big, but I feel like it's just the act of giving something to another, whether that be your time or something that you can possess. No, I definitely, I definitely feel that, man. I, I feel like, you know, even with, you know, your shorty and whatnot, like y'all have an understanding of, you know, each other's finances and, you know, what you guys want to do for each other. Because if it's just y'all, you know, it's like, you know, any other day, like, you know, hey, you know, I know you've been wanting this and, you know, maybe you weren't able to get it, but it's the season of giving. And maybe since you didn't have it and I was able to get it, I just wanted to, you know, put this out here for you because you deserved it. You worked hard for it. And, you know, just here you go. Here's a little appreciation um, for you. So, I mean, I, I respect that, bro. I honestly just look at Christmas, to be honest, like, as just, like, spending time with family. So, because that's honestly how I remember it. Like, just being with a bunch of cousins, being with your aunts, uncles, like, everybody eating. Like, that's just how I think about it. So, I just feel, I feel like getting gifts for people you care about because, Think about it. a lot of people you probably see on Christmas, you only see probably a few times a year. Some people, you know, you have them stragglers that be they stay away. And they only live they only live right there in North Carolina or Georgia. You only see them once a year. Facts. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Like if 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 I gotta get you a gift for me to see you, like and you the fam, you know what I'm saying? Like I I don't have no problem with that. I just look at it as like time for spending with uh family. I 100% agree. Yeah. I was going to advise that, you know, we not do Christmas at all this year. Like, I mean, why don't we just pray for each other? Like, that that really goes beyond any gift that you can receive. Just, you know, a simple prayer. But I got some backlash between behind that suggestion. So, I guess I have to buy Christmas gifts this year. Yeah. People, I think people, uh, a lot of people don't understand. Like, I get where you're coming from on that. Like, you know, peace, serenity in the world. Like, you know, let's just pray. You know, because it, it's been a it's been a rough one. Like we're thankful to have made it to December and make it to the new year. Um, so, like, you know, I think I think to me, the best present or the best gift is the gift of life, the gift of being able to see another day, being able to spend time with family and friends. And that to me is better than any materialistic thing, because I could have been gone to today, tomorrow. Or at any time, but, you know, God found it in his heart and his mind to allow me to still be here and spend it with y'all. So I can't I can't get mad over Please nothing. Brother. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm thankful for y'all. So now that's real. But uh, hold up, Q, you said somebody got upset because you said you wanted to pray for them for Christmas. 
Bro, I literally suggested that we all just pray for each other this season instead of like getting gifts because I'm fine with not getting a gift. Bro. Like I don't need people to give me a gift, but I think people have a problem with not receiving the gift. And I said the best gift I can give you is you know praying for your life, health, and strength. But the the congregation didn't like that, so I guess I got to go out and do some Christmas shopping today. Is the con- is the congregation going to dip if you don't get a gift? I mean, at the end of the day, bro, I'm doing the best I can do. Like. I'm already, you know, we are, and we in a panoramic. Like, there's there's other stuff going on in the world than me getting you a gift. So, like, why are you so solely focused on getting a gift? No, I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. Like I said, I mean, look, if people can't accept it, then hey, you know, obviously, I'm gonna continue to pray for you. Hopefully, you get some sense in, and just say, hey, look, it's more than just materialistic things. The gift of being able to see my face, talk to me, that's a gift in itself. So. What are some of y'all like favorite Christmas movies that y'all watch like during the um, Christmas holidays? Mine's Polar Express. The Grinch. Bro, Polar Express is such a good movie. Or or is it just like or is it just the I don't know. I just feel like it's just a good movie. I think it's the aesthetic behind it. Like, cause usually like I saw the Polar Express when I was in school. So like around elementary school, like we have like this big Christmas party and it'd be hot chocolate and stuff like that. And everybody be having a good time. And they always just play the Polar Express along with the Grinch and stuff like that. But I just like the whole concept behind the Polar Express. I guess, you know, the boy sneaking out, which is another thing, too. Like, why was it okay for that boy to sneak out the house and then come back and, like, nobody cared where he was at the whole time? That sounds just like Home Alone. Like, (laughs) DSS should have definitely intervened at some point throughout that movie. Or the second one. Wait, they made a second Polar Express? No, I was talking about Home Alone. Oh, I forgot about Home Alone. Yeah, never mind. Home Alone, the series. The first and the second one are my favorites. Sean, you just changed up your favorite movie just now? Yeah, because I, I totally forgot. I Home Alone slipped my mind until Eric said something about it. Thank you, Eric. I, you know, I'm getting old, so, you know, memory's kind of kind of in and out. But, yeah, Home Alone, one and two. That's what I'm here for. Hey, what's your favorite movie? Bro, I was sitting here trying to think, bro. I don't think I have a favorite Christmas movie. Like, uh, I had seen Home Alone um, recently, and it just didn't give me... I don't know. I didn't feel all Christmassy or whatever. So I guess if I had to pick one, it'd probably be uh, Polar Express. Because um, like I said, it's a lot of good memories. I remember that'd be the movie we watch. No classwork that day during school. You get some hot chocolate and some marshmallows for show. And if your teacher liked you enough, you might get a s'more. So kind of feelings I have about that. A s'more? Bro, I, I, don't, I don't feel like I don't have a favorite Christmas movie. I feel like it's so many. I don't know if I have a favorite. I mean, just name them. Like, you got Grandma Got Ran Off, Got Ran Over by a Reindeer, Polar That Express. was a good movie. No Damn. cap. Was, I used uh, to watch that uh, every year. Uh, what's the movie with the snowman? Uh, Snow Jack, Frosty, uh, Lord Jesus, I can't remember. Snow Jack. <laughs> Jack Snow. There you go. Bang. Jack Frost the Snowman? <laughs> yes. Wait, is it a Christmas movie Is it if it deals with Christmas or if it came out on Christmas? If it deals with Christmas. That is true, though, because they be having, like, some premiere Christmas movies when it be in the middle of the summer. I'm like, bro, Christmas is, like, six months away. It's a horror Christmas movie where it was a snowman going around killing everybody. That was pretty dope. Yeah, I ain't seen that one. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a, like, it's a movie. It's like a, uh, this snowman, he was, like, a real good guy. And then next thing you know, like, the snowman uh, turn into a savage, get, like, claws for teeth, and then start killing people. It was lit, though. I ain't gonna lie. I'm about to check this out. So, this was a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? It was a Christmas movie. So I like both. I like, that sounds scary. Well, y'all boys, you know, we've been kind of 
going a little hard for the city lately. Uh, y'all boys want to alleviate what we've uh, been working on? Go on, take it. <clears throat> well, without further ado, let me stop. But, um, yeah, man, we were actually able to kind of coordinate and really do something good for the city. And I'm really proud of us for all the work that we kind of put in. Um, For those of y'all that don't know, I don't know how you wouldn't know, but um, the way that they has put on a toy drive, um, we got chartered in our uh, our city, Florence, South Carolina. Um, I'm honestly just really happy and kind of genuinely surprised but with the turnout, like the amount of participation, the donations itself, financial and toys and gifts and all that. Like, like we definitely got enough to impact a lot of lives in Florence. And so I'm, I don't know about y'all boys, I'm pretty ecstatic about it. Yeah, this is um, this is actually the first toy drive that I've been a part of. Like, I never actually like got toys from a toy drive, but this is really something special. I'm glad we was able to do. Yeah, for sure. I remember, I remember we talked about it, bro. And the tile sneaking up. I was like, bro, we got to go ahead and execute this, bro. Like, I feel like it would be lit. I mean, especially because like we are in a panoramic right now. You know what I'm saying? You know, some families are probably being affected by this like more than other families. So you never know. So kids, and the reason why no kids should have a good holiday season. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about it. Like Eric said, um, with the support that's been going on behind it. Oh, Sharon, you about to say something? Yeah, I'm just about to say, you know, this this is always like a good time of year for me, um, as far as like giving back, um, just being able to do tours for tots. Um, you know, back back years ago when um, we would have our little toy drive for toys for tots at my um, grandmother's old church, um, the Ark and King Street. Um, we used to do a lot of toy drives and whatnot, and you know, just being able to give back to those kids, you know, that's something that always, you know, sits with me and I love to do, um, even with the Marine Corps, you know, being actually being a part of Toys for Tots, being in uniform, handing out to the kids and just seeing the smiles on their faces, you know, that makes it, you know, worthwhile. Um, and I just try to tell people, you know, whether they can help out, um, you know, financially or if they can help fight, uh, help out with, you know, spreading the word, that's just the biggest thing for us is, you know, whatever you can do to help, you know, it's not about us. It's not about getting, you know, recognition for it. It's about us honestly just giving back to the kids. Like, you know, the recognition, yeah, it'll come with it. But, you know, everybody has been hit by the pandemic some way, somehow, and has affected their lives and their daily living. Like, you know, some some people had to worry about paying the bills instead of getting toys for Christmas for their kids. And, you know, some kids, they might not understand that right now, but, you know, eventually they will. And I think this is just a stepping stone towards, you know, many, you know, other great drives and, and things such as like back to school drives and stuff for us. You know, speaking that into existence, I think we're meant for greater and much more. Um, and I'm just happy with the the execution that, you know, from Sean and, and Q and Juan and Eric, you know, everybody is putting the effort to make something happen and continuing to do it, even though we're getting closer and closer, the job is still not done. So, you know, I'm just happy with the, the turnout of what's getting ready to happen. And I pray that we have, you know, many, many more. Yeah. Um, it definitely goes beyond like us. Cause honestly, we wouldn't be able to have this toy drive if people weren't donating toys, money, or, you know, just sharing out the post. So this really says a lot about how much people actually support the cause. And, you know, it says a lot about us, too, but, you know, this wouldn't be possible. Anything we've done so far wouldn't be possible without the love and support of, like, all our, the whole neighborhood, um, whole community and things of that nature. Like, did y'all really think this tour job was going to be this big, like, when we first initially, like, thought about it? I can't even remember when we thought about it initially. Nah, I yeah, thought I we did, was going to come out of pocket with some of these toys. 
<laughs> I, I knew it could be big, but I didn't think it would be this big. Because I'm not trying to give out too much free lunch, but we have we have a good amount of toys to say we have a successful toy drive. Like I said, I'm not going to give out no quantitative number, but it's going to be a good turnout. And um, today's Monday, and uh, we actually doing the toy drive. Well, the toy pickup on two different dates. Um, we're having the first one on December 24th, Savannah Grove Park from 11 to 2. So anybody that's around the city, around Savannah Grove, <clears throat> or anybody that, you know, wants to see, you know, a kid have a good Christmas, you know, come out from between 11 and 12. We're going to be there a little bit earlier. And, like, honestly, if we have people pull up, you know, a little bit after 2, you know, we're going to stay around there for a little bit longer. And the second day is going to be South Florence High School, um, the 26th of uh, December, the day after Christmas. So we have one Christmas Eve and the day after Christmas as well. And that's going to be from 11 to 2 also. And it's not just going to be us pan out toy. You know, we're going to have, you know, music playing. Going to have, you know, some hot chocolate out there, um, some donuts, you know, Lord's willing. It's just going to be a good time. It's not just, you know, the pickup. You know, it's actually a time for people to come together, actually, you know, congregating. I honestly forget about the pandemic for a while, just being the holiday spirit, like Eric said, the reason for the season. Bro, I ain't going to lie. Like, <laughs> one of the things I've been thinking about posting on the page, this is, I guess, off topic. Y'all remember that Dr. Umar video where, um, he was talking about sister. You donated twenty dollars. Like you could do better. Or y'all, y'all remember that video? Yes, I definitely remember that video. Bro, I've been thinking about that with some of these donations. You know what I'm saying? But nah, we grateful for them all. But like this for the kids, you know. So just remember that next time you see a flyer up. Yeah, um, like Sharon said, like thank you for South Florence High School and um everybody that's letting us uh you know have this pickup location. But I also want to shout out the businesses where we have the drop off locations at um Anderson Cash Advance on a uh, third loop. Uh, Glam Culture Boutique and Magnolia Mall. They let us have a um, drop-off box in, in the mall area. Um, Slave by Stacks on West Palmetto. Um, she's really showed love. Like all of these, a lot of these drop-off locations weren't initially drop-off locations. People saw what we were trying to do, and they offered us to have a box at those at those um at their businesses. So that really goes to show, like everybody was mentioning, that people really see the vision, see the cause of what we're trying to do. Um, tone up body scoping on West Evans Street. Uh, Corey's Barbershop. Corey, Corey, you uh, if you listen to this, you're a real one, for real. Uh, you used to get, you used to get a good, good haircut and be straight for two weeks, maybe even three weeks, depending on how you felt the day of. So, um, appreciate Corey for letting us have a drop-off location there, and also Studio Seven Eleven on on Broadway Street. Um, all these places, and even a lot more places that we have uh, drop-off locations that that I didn't mention, they are really um the stepping stone for us even having this because we didn't have drop-off locations there would be no way to donate and even Rashawn's mom their parents you know allowing us to use their spot to host the toys that you know everybody this is all a collective effort like don't think that we're the only ones you know working behind the scenes like there's a lot of people that y'all may not know and a lot of business y'all may not know that's going behind the scenes of this so like I said um it's really just a big appreciation it says more about y'all than it does say about us definitely I definitely I really can't wait bro I honestly can't wait I feel like it's gonna be a good turnout. I feel like the kids gonna have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Especially, you know, we re- gotta remember we being socially distant. You know, it's a, like, like it's gonna be a big parking lot, so you know, cars gonna be able to do what they need to do. So I feel like it's gonna be a pretty good turnout. Definitely shout out to the uh, the Children's Hospital too, cause we're gonna definitely go go right. there. I'm, I'm definitely excited about that. How about y'all boys? Yeah, bro, that's that's major to me. That's and that's the main thing that I wanted, at least, um, you know, with anything, given to the kids that aren't able to be home because I know it's, you know, it's, it's challenging, especially like when you're fighting, you know, a certain cold or certain illness, 
um, and you're not able to be around your family, especially with how COVID has taken over the way that hospitals run. Um, and then everybody has to, you know, really practice social distancing and, and really kind of be away from, you know, their loved ones. I know it sucks for them, but, you know, us being able to at least get back, give them give them a toy or, or give something to contribute to, you know, their well-being and happiness. Man, that's that's exciting for me. I can't um, wait. Just reiterate, too. Um, we know we're going to be donating at the Children's Hospital, but if you plan to show up to the toy drive, make sure that your kid is present um, to pick up the toys. You know what I'm saying? That just goes. Um, there's a reason for it, and I'm not going like, to have to say the reason, but make sure your kid is present. We want to see the kids at the end of the day, too. We want to like, put a face to the toy that we're giving the kid to. We want to make sure the kids are like, having a good time. We're going to have pizza. Not pizza. We're going to have hot chocolate, donuts, you know, just some, you know, just a good vibe. So we want to make sure the kids are experiencing that. And, you know, people aren't just coming to pick up toys and bring back to the kids. So make sure your kids are there to pick a location so they can receive their present. That's all we're asking. I don't think that's asking too much. But um, I guess this um, wraps up the podcast. I'm glad we was able to fit this in um, before the holidays. Um, it's Monday today, so you have until the 23rd, which is Wednesday, to donate. So make sure if you haven't donated already, um, go on drop stop off those uh, drop off locations that I just named off, but that's on the flyer. Um, we're still gonna be pushing a flyer out, so you can still do some last um, second donations. And also, if you can't donate physically, um, the cash app is weight of the eight, the number eight, well dollar sign weight of the number eight, um, for the cash app. You want to donate through that means too. But um, it's really been a pleasure to get this episode in. You know, everybody's been doing their own thing. Everybody's been kind of busy, but you know, you make time for what you want at the end of the day and. This is something that we felt like would be an injustice if we didn't do. So um, I really don't have anything else to say about that. Just hope to see y'all. Um, y'all stay safe for the holidays. Um, if you're going to come out to the uh, toy pickup locations, um, be ready to have a good time. That's all I got to say. This is your boy Marquise Q signing out. Your boy Trigger Trey. Um, just like I said, like Q said, you know, just we, we're looking to have a great time, um, you know, from us to our families to you guys you know we pray that you guys have a wonderful christmas and even a happy new year um you know continued blessings upon you and your families um like i said come out have a great time make sure you wear a mask stay safe and you know let's continue to push forward and make great things happen it's your boy trigger trey sharon knight peace out hey man y'all boys know holding the road hey, if you pull up to the toy drive Bring you, bring, bring one of your little cousins or something. You know what I'm saying? Look, look, let everybody have a good time. But other than that, it's your boy Ray Rashawn. Happy holidays, people of God. Y'all have a good one. It's Dwan. All right, it's your boy Easy again. Just want to thank y'all for the participation and look out for us at the toy drive and catch us on the next episode. Peace.